Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Anyways, let's get started here. All right. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. Hello, I'm Steve, and here with me are Andy and Ian. Hey, now. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm not letting Google autos grammar check us anymore because that just sounded weird. Anyways, this is episode 270, Social Distancing. What is this? April 2020? What are we talking about? Yes. It's old news, right? Old news, but current news. Sad to say. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's catch up with everyone's week. Uh, But before that, just want to... Kevin's not here today. He's not feeling too well, so everyone wish him... uh, a speedy recovery, all right? So that way, I don't have to do the show with these two knuckleheads anymore. Yeah, exactly. Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> oh, man. I know. Leave me here with these idiots. Wait, wait. So wait. Kevin took like several weeks off. I know. Right? Came back for a one episode, right? Or two. Yeah, one or two. One? Maybe one. one? I don't know. He didn't make the Raw episode, right? Yeah, he was here for it. So two. Okay, so two episodes, and then he takes another break. <sighs> Oh, what a dick. You know? And I remember Jeez. this guy saying, oh, I never get sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, I'm just giving Kevin shit. But, uh, yeah, hope you get well soon, bro. Uh, all right, so who wants to go first? Share you. Uh, Ian, you flew. Tell us what you did, bud. Yeah. Well, um, I did not crash when I flew 14 flights this week. Um, wait, wait, wait. You didn't crash? No, I was trying to go for like the trickery. Like I did not crash. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, but no, um, I ended up doing 14 flights, uh, nice. both of them on the 470 and the 420. Nice. Uh, didn't do anything too crazy because uh, with spring fling literally just a few weeks away, uh, I didn't want to fix anything last minute. Um, I mean, you have to, I have two of your helicopters. You could come with no helicopters and it'd be fine, you yeah. know? Well, yeah. The small ones are fun, though. I mean, true, true. Um, it's got to have something for combat. Yeah. Again. <clears throat> So you got it fixed, sounds like? Yep, yeah, it's fixed. What was wrong with it? Yeah, what was wrong with the head? You said that something was like wobbly. and I, I don't know. I pulled the head apart. I re-greased the bearings. Everything looked fine. Ah, I wait a time. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I put probably it, it. It could be. I don't know. I mean, I measured it all out, put it back in the way it's supposed to be, and it flies fine. The only thing I might have to deal on is mess with the tailgates just a little bit, but not enough for me to really worry too much about it. Um, and then I ended up uh, working on the 470, uh, not 470, the 420 a little bit. And um, at first, it had a really bad tail wag. Mm-hmm. Um, got it fixed. I lowered the gains, and then I touched the tail on the ground i mean because i'm running uh 72 millimeter tail blades on it so like yeah if the tail's back enough to where the fin is like close to the ground 
Isn't the Goblin three eighty four twenty like pretty rake forward too though? Like, uh, yeah, it is. You have the carbon skids, right? Not yeah, the got, flippers, right? Yeah, I've got the carbon skids on there. But uh, there's not enough room for error, so if there's like a little bit of tilt to the aircraft as you're coming down for an auto or whatever, those uh-huh. tail blades are yeah, going to yeah. touch. But I still needed the bigger blades to kind of give it a little bit more tail authority. And uh, yeah, I ended up touching them, and uh, the tail wag came back. So I lowered the gains even more. The tail wag is completely gone. I haven't tried doing anything really too stupid with it. Yeah, I wonder if the tail's going to hold now because I feel like you had it good, right? But then you said you touched the tail and the wag came what back. What kind of wag? Fast wag or slow wag? Um, it depends on the head speed. Uh, it's At first, it was like a little bit back and forth. It was really slow. And then, you know, when it came back, it was fairly quick. And then now that I turned the gains down, it's completely gone. The only uh, wag that I get is uh, on bank three, which is like 2,500 RPM. And it's a pretty, it's, it's like a flutter. I mean, you can hear it. But I've got uh, on bank three, I've got, I ended up lowering bank three down to 37. And it seems to, seems to be helping. I, I just don't, I'm not sure if I should even go any lower, but I've got a new set of blades coming for it. Uh, I'll probably end up ordering a couple more sets just to have on backup. I mean, if I go flying, a, you know, from concrete again, I mean, they're probably going to touch, but grass, I'm not even worried about grass. Um, but it, it did great. Um, it's really nice. It, it's pretty rock solid. It does fly a little on the heavy side, but you know, I'm also flying it at a, a lower head speed as well. I've got bank two set at like, well, bank one, I've got it at 1900 and bank two, I've got it set around 22 and then bank three, it's at uh, like 2500. So I mean, I could probably bump those up just a little bit, but I still think it needs a little bit of fine tuning. I've been doing just a little bit of forward flight. I haven't done any flips or anything like that yet. And you're flying it on 360 blades? Yep, 360 blades. It's really small. It is. Uh, autos is not recommended. It, it comes down like a brick. You don't think 380s would yeah, work better? Um, well, with how stable the, you know, how stable it is right now, that is going to be a very soon possibility. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, when you, when you have... A 380, you run 360s. You stretch it to a 420, you should be running 400s or 380s. Yeah, at the very least, 380s. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially at the, I mean, to me, that sounds like pretty low head speed. <laughs> it, it is. It is. You know, so low. it's like, I don't know. It, and like even a regular 380 needs a decent amount of head speed, but the 380 is two bladed, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, for you to go that low on head speed plus it's heavier plus you're running smaller blades so you have a way higher disloading you know it's like yeah like i mean i'm looking at the 420 manual and it's like recommended head speeds are around like 3000 you know 34s max oh yeah like, I, like and you're running 1900 <laughs> like holy shoot i haven't bumped them up yet what the hell's wrong with you 
I it's apparently Let's just cut uh, to the chase. What the hell is wrong with you, boy? <laughs> just uh, crack this shit up. Come on. I Pink will be, man pull on I, it. <laughs> well, my thing was I didn't know how it was going to react, and I at least wanted to get you know some tuning done on it before I go cranking the head speeds yeah. up and then trying to do dumb stuff. Are, because are you, you're running um, a NeoGov on there, right? Yep, I'm running okay. uh, VBorgov. Uh, got the Castle uh, Talon ninety. I'm real which, curious for your logs to see where you're, like your throttle endpoints are at nineteen hundred. <laughs> You're oh like, geez. you're running oh, at like twenty first twenty five percent throttle and something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it it still it still takes off from bank one and then I immediately go to uh, bank two. Yeah, yeah. Um it's just I didn't want anything uh, yeah. I, I just didn't want anything to go wrong too quickly. And it's sure. like there's not a I mean, from what my research was when I thought of this idea two years ago, there wasn't a whole lot of people that put three blade heads on uh on their goblin 420s it's just i'm not no, quite but sure I mean, why I, th- I think partially the issue is when you when you start needing bigger blades you need bigger grips and you're work, working with smaller grips right you're working with 380 size so like it meant to really hold a three 360 380 size blade max which means that the root hole is only so big you know yeah so as you go, like, I mean, bigger blades, you're going to need bigger holes and, you know, bigger grips in general. So, But being as uh, how stable the head is on this, yeah, I am going to be trying the 380. Oh, blade definitely. I would, I would definitely recommend at least 380s <laughs> to try out. I know a lot of worries is, is like the CG is going to be different from, you know, a two blade set to a three blade set. So it's like that is also uh, a possibility. I mean, it might fly you'll have to balance a little worse. Them. Yeah, they need to be balanced. Yeah, but, you have to definitely balance the blades. But like, once you get them balanced, it it won't matter. And no. the helicopter won't care. You need some like three ninety five blades. Yeah, but I don't know oh. if anybody makes those. Maybe you could just take some four twenties and whittle them down. <laughs> just you know, <laughs> take your angle grinder, just grind it down. Yeah, exactly. You know, tape them all together so they, they grind down equally. <laughs> <laughs> the wire sticking hey, out. I know. <laughs> you, you shave that down too. Man, right use there. a sharpie to cover up all the scratches. Yeah, and stuff. <laughs> Just dip them in orange paint and be like, "Yo, got some new ones. Got the new blades, orange tips." You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is an idea that's uh, going to be in the very near futures. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get some three D sets. Yeah, I would almost say like. You know, I don't know. I would just post on Facebook. Anyone got 3D blades? Like, even singles, um, whatever. You're going to balance them anyways. Yeah. Just get the same blade, you know, manufacture and balance them out. Oh, yeah. And right. the same set of blades I'm going to put on the, the 472. You know, it's... Did they ever make a 400 size blade? You know, I know they made 420s for the old 500s. Uh, um, I don't know. They, I never saw They them. made... Like a I don't remember seeing it, ever seeing those, but I know Halo had 450s, but that would still be too big. Yeah, that's too big. Um, I'm not even sure. I don't know. What? Do the 380, crank that shit up to like 22. You'll probably be 23. You'll probably be fine. Like you'll probably feel pretty good. Oh yeah, it, it's just I was kind of blown away on how stable that the head was. I mean, like I said, it, it takes off at like 1900 RPM. Oh yeah. 
cool. So, I mean, yeah, there's more, there's more to follow. Um, I know as far as tail authority, I ended up going with, uh, 72 millimeter blades. And then I got the clone 18 tooth, uh, tail pulley. So that's, that's what I've got in there. That's really different than, you know, the, the two blade version. What did you say? The clone? Yeah. From the fast devil. Oh, yeah. Whatever. It's opinion. It's a motor pull. Who cares? Hell yeah. Um, Friday night I was on discord. I did Sam, but I had to bail. I had to meet up with somebody. Um, a friend of mine from uh, Council Bluffs was in town. I had to run and pick up something I bought, but I uh, I bought some uh, drivers, um, some Scorpion drivers. Nice. Um, I needed to upgrade my my tools a little bit, um, as I had a couple of my drivers break, and it's just like you know, yeah, they're RJX, they're decent. But is it really worth it to put in an order and pay massive shipping to have it delivered? It wasn't worth it. So figure I'd try something new. Try the Scorpion drivers. See how they are. I know they're pretty good quality. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I placed an order with a main for some more drivers. So nice. And even got the the Scorpion uh, multi tool coming in. So excited to give that a try and see what that's all about. Yeah, I love mine. It's cool. Uh, I believe that is it for my week. Who's next? Nice. You want to go or shall I? Uh, I can go. Um, I didn't sim or get on Discord Friday. (gasps) So I think the first one you've ever missed, huh? Nah, I've missed a couple. Okay. But I fell asleep and forgot about it. I actually got my vaccine shot on Wednesday morning. Mm, right. Yeah. And uh it kind of hit me pretty good. I mean Which which one did you get again? The Johnson Johnson single the shot single? deal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I heard. And uh so I ran a little bit of a fever. I mean, just barely. Just kind of felt crappy and sore for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So I was just getting over that by Friday. Wasn't so much the feeling bad as the staying up at night, not sleeping because it was hot. And one minute I was cold, and the next minute I was hot and sweaty, and yeah, all that, that fever, all that crap. But uh-huh. it only lasts a couple of days, so it's not a big deal. Nice. Uh, I now, did now get, that you had COVID, you know, yeah, you'll get it again. Yeah, exactly. I did get out on Sunday and get a couple flights. I did 12 on the raw and I did 11 on the oxy five. Woo. So I got 23 flights in on Sunday. Nice. That's awesome. Damn. Yeah. I basically spent the whole day. I was getting flights on the, the one of the packs, the single pack I got that we're doing the mm-hmm. review on. So that's why I was flying the Oxy-5 so much. So I just yeah. flew almost, well, I flew 10 flights on it with that one pack. So it was, you know, fly and then fly the raw a couple times while it was charging. Yep. Come in the house, screw around a few minutes, go out and do it again. So it nice. took took me all day, but I was doing other stuff in between as well. Mm-hmm. 
I noticed I had a really weird squeaky tail belt on the Oxy 5. The rear idler pulley that's right yeah. in front of the the tail shaft. The belts was squeaking like crazy on that. It's Especially when you, I don't really know, annoying. you notice, but like, is it left rudder or right rudder? Like when you do one of the rudders, the belt like rubs against the side a little. Right. It makes like a, right. a weird resonant squeal. Yeah. It was getting on my nerves. So I th- <laughs> decided to pull the belt out and lube it to see if it made any difference. Because the pulley, uh-huh. the bearing's fine. It's just the belt squeaking on the the yeah, side the of the pulley. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, this won't be a big deal. I pulled the main shaft out, pulled the gear out, and pulled the, the one side of the tail box off so I can get the belt off the pulley. I go uh-huh. to pull it out. It's like, no problem, pull it out. It won't come out. I'm like, what the hell? It's hung on something. And then I remembered. Oxy gives you this handy-dandy little thing yeah. to put in your boom to keep your yeah. belt from getting twisted the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, that was there. fuck. Now I got to take the whole goddamn boom out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and while I love the servo being on the boom, in this instance, I was like, fuck, now the servo's yeah. on the damn boom. Yeah. So what should have took five minutes ended up taking like, 35 but i did get it all apart i ended up just taking the servo off off of the mount so yeah, i didn't I was gonna... move anything or i didn't have right, to take exactly. the wiring undone mm-hmm. so i got it all out put the belt in a ziploc bag with some silicone spray rubbed it around on it left it in there for a little while i haven't reassembled it yet to see if it makes any difference i mean it should maybe but I suspect yeah. even if it makes a difference, it won't be long lasting. It'll probably that's, start that's squeaking my question. again. Right. How how many flights before it starts squeaking in when it throws all that stuff off of it, you know? Right, right. And dries out again, yeah. So I don't know. It's mainly just to see see if it makes a difference and how long it lasts. It's I wonder if something like dry fluid would be better for that. Because it's less yeah, flingy, maybe. it kind of stays sticks a little bit better. Yeah. Well, the silicone kind of soaked into the belt. Mm, you okay. know. We used to lube them for static like that, which I yeah. haven't done in years. But yeah, I've so never done that. <laughs> having it all like, uh, well, I don't know that it's soaked into the belt, but it's the belt absorbed a lot of it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Because I just left it in the bag and rubbed it around on it. So we'll see. It might last. A couple flights, shit, it might last 20. I don't yeah, really know. Yeah, who knows? But I'll get that put back together and test it again. And uh, I guess that's it. I mean, really busy. Other than Sunday, which was Easter, and I just took decided to take the entire day off and fly, I've been busy here on the farm, so I really haven't had a chance to do much else. Yeah. So what about you, Steve? You've been up to stuff, I see. Um, yeah, not a lot of RC stuff, I'm sorry to say. So I did not fly this weekend. Um not even sure why I didn't fly. Oh. I don't know. I, my, my foot's been still killing me from gout. It's kind of on the men's now, but, you know, this past weekend was still bothering me. And I don't like standing on my feet you all day. You got to get you some of those brown yeah. orthopedic shoes like the lunch lady. Yeah, that's what I need. 
you know, maybe one bigger than the other, because I think that's what's wrong with my feet or something. I don't know. But <laughs> um, hobby related, though, I did finally, you know, it was a couple of days late. Thank you, USPS. But I did finally get my Logo 200 and my Scorpion um, multi-tool. Um, so I did a little, when was that? Was that Sunday? No, Monday? That was Monday, right? Yeah, I think I that was so. Monday, Monday afternoon, Monday evening. I did, um, yeah, it was Monday, because that's when I got it. I did a little, you know, box opening, unopening for it. Um, gave some of my, some of my initial thoughts on it, which I, yeah, it was, yeah. it was cool. I watched it. Yeah. So, but beyond that, I've been really trying to make headway with the Miata. Um, the weather has been turning really nice this past week, weekend. You know, like 70 degrees, maybe breezy, maybe not, you know, kind of, but nice weather, right? Nice sunny days. So, um, pretty much the wiring is like 90% done. I have like one or two sensors I just have to extend the leads for. Um, but I got the stuff that I need to do that today. So I'll be able to do that. Um, what else did I do? I'm doing a coolant reroute. For folks that know what that is, I'm basically returning the coolant to the original design of this little Miata engine, and not the way that they modified it to work in a front, you know, front engine rear wheel drive car. Um, so I'm just waiting for a couple of parts for that. And I actually, while I was doing a reroute, I was looking at my old nasty radiator that looks like it's full of rust, you know, just been sitting and. Um, for a long time, and you know, this car is 25 years plus old. You know, this is the original radiator, right? Probably the original coolant I, I drained out of it. This thing was nasty, but I figured, you know, eh, I'm, you know, I rebuilt this motor, like, you know, the water pump, all this stuff is all new on it, like so many new things. But then I'm gonna run a dirty old radiator and just get that, get the whole coolant system dirtied up again after getting it all cleaned out. No. So I ordered a new aluminum radiator um, with some fans and a shroud, kind of. I'm surprised that wasn't in the original design, a new radiator. I mean, I didn't think about it. No. You know, I didn't think I would want to spend an extra whatever two, three hundred dollars for it. But I'm doing all this work. I'm saying, no it. way I would put an old shitty radiator on a brand new yeah. engine. Plus, beyond that, like now that I'm noticing that it's a lot warmer in Virginia. <laughs> At least on this part of Virginia that I lived in, um, then upstate, I'm like, ah, I'll probably need that extra cooling. I think right. it'd be worth it, um, especially when I go turbocharging and stuff. So, um, yeah. So once I get the radiator fans, which should be within this week, I have all the fluids. I'll get the transmission, diff, and engine oil all topped off and good to go. Connect the battery and see if it starts. You know, it's it's actually been over a year since I bought this car. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously longer than I expected, but I did move, you know, 700 miles away um, and move the car and all its parts. So, so that's definitely been um, an interesting uh, rebuild, you know, trying to find the parts, you know, parts, not not only the parts that I removed. I noticed that, like, I've been buying some extra parts because I bought them back at the old house forgot that i packed them away moved them here and then while i'm building the car i'm like oh man i need this thing so what i do i go on ebay and order it (laughs) then i get it and i install it and then i look through some other boxes i'm like oh shit here's a part that i just ordered that i thought i needed but i don't oh well 
Um, <laughs> so shit like that's been happening. But <laughs> but today, I did get a chance after work. I kind of signed off around five o'clock, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go and and give the logo two hundred a, a quick, you know, bind and and give it a quick flight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it. It's weird. So there's instructions on it saying that, like, try not to mess with the head speed too much. Um, it's configured in a certain way that it works, right? So, you know, I bind it to it. Did absolutely no setting changes. Nothing. Tail, nothing. Like, you know, supposedly it's been already flown by someone, you know, at the Mikado factory. And that it's already set up, right? And tested. So I just hooked, you know, charged up the battery, plugged it in, and took off in bank one. Um, bank one is like, I'll, I'll go into this in more detail to the thing, but, um, I don't know what the point of bank one is. It feels like it's probably the 1900 on Ian's oxy. I mean, not oxy goblin Four Twenty Three blade. <laughs> it was just like, it, it didn't even, it felt like it didn't really want to do anything. Like it didn't move, but Hey, you know, it's a, it's a, I guess it's a bank to just hover and that's for your living room Spore fly. Flip, yeah. Maybe living a living room. room. Um, the head speed is definitely not screaming, so it doesn't feel like it's, you know, gives you that little bit of, uh, not worrying, but what is it? Intimidation. Intimidation. Yes, that's it. Intimidation. Um, even though like the head speed on the head is quiet, but the tail is still like, you know, every time it tries to correct, screaming at you. Um, (laughs) but it flew good. Bank two, nice. It's like a step up from bank one, but bank three, whoo! Bank three was the is the shizness. That was like okay, <laughs> little... okay. And then that's when I felt the neo. This is the first time I flew with light lightness. That setting on the neo, like I I didn't adjust it, but I'm sure it has a set for it. Um, and I you could feel something weird about it. And I've never flown on any other helicopter, so I don't I have no experience in it and. But this being the first time flying this helicopter, the first time feeling the Neo's lightweight or lightness um, setting, it was weird. And so weird, I ended up crashing it. What? Already? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) First flight, first crash. It's it's, it's keeping up with the M2. But I do have to say, crashing the M2 so many times... I got so quick with throttle hold that I ended up hitting throttle hold and it was fine. Okay, and then cool. I didn't break anything, just got a little bit of dirt on the skids and the tail fit. And, you know, my, my ground is actually pretty soft, so it was like, it was fine. Um, I hovered it, everything was fine. I was like, okay, I'm going to take this inside because I didn't set a timer or nothing. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a that was a four-minute flight. I probably shouldn't fly anymore anyway, so. Um, yeah. So I I, you know. I got. I got to definitely get some more flights on it, and I'm gonna get ready for. I think the next review we're gonna be doing is the M1, so the M1, M2, and that'll give me a couple, maybe a week or two or a couple weeks to, you know, put some real flights on this thing, and some real crashes. I know it's, I'm gonna crash a lot with it, um, but yeah, it'd be interesting. Now let me ask you guys a question. Um, it comes all pre-configured, and it's you know it's pretty quick the, the flip and roll rates and the agility i can adjust that stuff the, i think the head speed is the main thing they don't want you to adjust too much but um do you think i should get pro 
firmware on it. Do you guys think I should get Pro? Or do you think I should just leave Express and be fine with the way it flies, you know? Um, I definitely don't see they're really needing... I don't see there being any need for, like, Rescue, but, like, Pro is, like, 35 bucks. What would you adjust if you had it? True. But no, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I mean, I only got one flight on it, so I can't say. What do you adjust? Do you use... What do you tune on your other Haley's? Like an Oxy-3, for example. Just hypothetically. Head, tail gains, really the only things I ever tune. I don't even go into the PIDs because... You know, I'm okay with a helicopter that flies good enough. You know, like I don't have to get every last perfection out of it and mm-hmm. and everything. Like I just, you know, even if it's sloppy, I'll just fly it. It's okay. Then no. Yeah. Now I don't know. Yeah, because really, when I do pro, yeah, I think I do pro mo- mainly for gov stuff and like other tuning. I don't remember. I don't actually tune. <laughs> Dude, yeah, God, prob- I never well, <laughs> that's I mean, that's the reason I asked. Like, yeah, is there parameters you like to adjust? Doesn't sound like you really adjust anything, so in that case, I would say don't get it. Yeah, because most of the time I get pro because I want nitro gov on my neos, mm-hmm. and that's only available through pro, which is yeah, I have my comments about that. I mean, um, from the sounds of it, it already sounds like it's a ripper out the box. I mean. It is. I mean, and so is the M2, though, you know? And yeah. I've had many, many people say, once you fly the Logo 200, you'll notice that it flies way better than the M2. Um, I only got one flight, so I'm, I'm, you know, my judgment is still in the air, but um, I really think the M2 flies good, so I'm curious to see how this lightness will affect my, or just the Neo parameters itself, right? The way the Neo has Expo and, and everything else will make me either like it or not like it compared to M2. Well, it's also got the, the Piro compensation. Um, yeah, which does nothing right rudder. That thing was all over the freaking place. In fact, in fact, left rudder was all over the place, too. I had to, I mean, not not that it's all over the place, but I had to, I have to keep it in one spot by, you know, staring the cyclic. Right. Um, I don't know. I um, I know lightness feels pretty weird when it's on a 700. I, I've done. That's the only <laughs> heli I've. Why you would do it on a 700? It just feels I so delayed. It... Collective feels delayed to me. That's what I don't like about it. It feels delayed. It feels like I pop it up and then I push negative and it's like, what? It's still floating upwards, you know, not coming back down. Right. And that's what I noticed with the with the 700. So you can imagine, you know, the bigger than the scale, how much weirder oh it is. Yeah. It must be like, I, I'm surprised you didn't crash it. <laughs> No, I didn't crash it. But I obviously, I, mean, I crashed the locals. <laughs> I mean, I was in a parking lot when I tested it. So, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like you know, I'm not just hovering there. Like I am sitting, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, once I got used to it, I was, you know, pure flipping half, you know, doing everything like I do, you know, um, trying it out and and all the head speeds and gosh, bank one, you do not want to do anything. <laughs> You've been flipping from upright to inverted, you're like, holy shit, how much negative do I have to give before it stops? Yeah. It must just be for, like, takeoff and landing or something, but I don't Yeah, in the instructions, it does say that it's not meant for anything but orientation and sport flying. Like, you can flip inverted, right? It's, it's you know, it's a head speed. It's locked in, like, it's, yeah. you know, it's not a, a direct throttle or anything. So you can flip it upside down, but like 
it's basically you sit there and hover, learn your orientations. You know, I think that's what it's meant for. Right. To kind of give you that. Baby step well, that into makes that. sense because you would mm-hmm. you would get a lot more flight time on that little battery yeah. and stuff. So if oh, you're just sure. doing orientation training or or like even slow pyro hover stuff, yeah, then yeah, yeah that which makes is sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what I've, I've been doing a lot with these M ones, M twos. Is just sitting there, peg the rudder. You know, not all the way, but halfway. So it's a slow pirouette and it's controllable. And I just sit there and I'm like, fly the hell around, pirouetting the whole time, you know, get this instinctive flying type of um, reaction going, right? Where I don't have to think and I just react to what I need to do to move the helicopters to the left side or right side while it's pirouetting. So, um, yeah. Anyways, we'll talk more about that. Let's get into this main topic here, social distancing. All right. So with COVID-19 turning to COVID-20, 20, COVID-2021, 20, um, social distancing at the field, you know, you go to your club field, you meet up with your club mates, you're, you're hanging out, you're outside, you know, the sun's yeah. nice and bright and warm on your skin and, and you got a slight breeze, you know, no care in the world, you know, what virus is going to come attack you in such a, you know, American fine day today is, you know? So what do you do? You social distance? Do you say, oh, oh, six feet, please. Six feet to your, to Mike, to Kevin. Oh, I tell those 10 feet. <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> for that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. What do you guys do? So let's go with Ian first and then Andy. What are your thoughts? Um. Me personally, I mean, anytime I'm in crowded areas, I just try to keep my distance the best I can. Um, wash hands frequently. Um, I do have sanitizer uh, that I carry with me, I, especially with my line of work. Um, there's been a few restaurants that I've been in that have been like packed, and it's just like, oh. So I, I, I try to socially distance when I can. To be honest, I'm, t- I'm talking about at the field. At the field? At the flying field. <laughs> yeah, at the flying field. Uh, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I, I social distance there as well. And, you know, you know, like, I mean, what? so you're flying there and your buddy walks up to you while you're flying and stands next to you, right? And kind of like spotting for you. Do you, do you look, you know, like, hey, you know, can you give me some distance? Like, do you care? Do you say anything? You turn around and actually, kick him square in the nuts. Say, back off. And then crash your helicopter. <laughs> actually, actually, no, I don't. I mean, because I mean, everybody, I don't know. It's like <laughs> the past couple fun flies that I went to, you know. Yeah. We're not talking about fun flies. We're talking about at your flying field. <laughs> uh, I haven't been to a flying field since RCHO. So, okay, uh, okay. So, yeah, that's fair enough. So, like, the fun flies that I went to, I mean, there was still social distancing and everything. I mean, me, yeah. I'm not picky about it because we're, you know, we were outside. So that that was kind of my concept, but I still, you know, still, you know, bring hand sanitizer with me. And, you know, I don't know. I just, sure, I just take do my precautions. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I take a little bit of precautions and stuff. And, but other than that, um, I mean, you know, we're outside, but I mean, as long as you're not, uh, I, I haven't been shaking any hands or, you know, opening uh, doors with my mouth or anything. So I, 
I mean, only Kevin has that special skill set to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and half the porn stars on Vivid, but. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, all right. What about you, Andy? Come on, give me something. Well, I don't go to the field, but uh, when, if I did, <laughs> I would, uh, which I don't like to be too close to people anyway. In general, right? But outside in the sun with the breeze blowing, you don't got to worry about it too much, actually. Mm-hmm. So it's not too big of a deal. We've learned. But uh let's see, where was I going? Oh, yeah. Turn around and kick your buddy square in the nuts if he gets too close to you. And if that doesn't work, crash your Haley into his head. Uh, obviously don't do those things please don't do any of that (laughs) ignore it basically just ignore everything i say always and you'll be you'll be good to go yeah you're better off (laughs) (laughs) all right so i mean for myself i i lax a little i won't lie you know i still shake hands if they want to shake hands you know um, especially, I mean, if they're not coughing or hacking a lung or coughing into their hands or, you know, if I see them picking their nose or something, we, you know, it's like, okay, no, but I don't know. <laughs> it's like, for the most part, I don't know. I just, I kind of, I'll shake someone's hand, you know, and I'll try to not touch my face in case and I'll wash my hands after or san- hand sanitizer or eat a burger and forget about it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that also happens too, so... <laughs> You can always stick your hand in the fire too, like yeah, yeah, five yeah. seconds. They say that'll clean it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, now you know. You mentioned that, like I also mentioned too, but like you know, it's a nice sunny day. What happens at night though? You know, when the sun goes down, you know, does that make because there's less wind and and things? Does that make you worry more? Mm, it is. Mm. I would suggest, I would think it's a little bit higher risk, but being outside with air movement still makes it a lower risk. Much, much lower risk being outside versus indoors. Okay. And, you know, and this is, this is, we're talking about like, you know, you're at your local field, your Mm -hmm. local club, you know, people, you know, that you know, but obviously like, you know, anyone can get COVID, anyone can be transmit COVID, right? So, um, but at fun flies, I feel like that it, that like turns it up a notch, right? Um, now you're talking about not just people that you, you normally see every weekend, but also people traveling, right, from further other, away, other states, from, other cities, other, states, other places. Cities. Yeah. yeah, in general, right? Like mm-hmm. you know. So, what then changes about your your thoughts on social distancing at a fun fly? I'd be more cautious. More cautious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because you, you got Andy? people coming from all over different places, yeah. Yeah. you don't know, you don't know how many people they've been exposed to, or yeah. did they stop at a rest area on the way in and catch yeah. something or right. whatever? Get on an airplane, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then uh, yeah, you never know, right? <laughs> um, so Ian, you were mentioning fun flies, right? RCHO, right? Yeah, so you know. Do you feel that you were social distancing enough there adequately? I, I feel I was. I mean, I wasn't like all up in anybody's like personal space or anything. And not to mention, you know, there was, you know, a few people that, you know, we, you know, be talking to didn't want to be rude and like standing like 10 feet away from them no, or anything. But, yeah, mm-hmm. but, 
as far as like being outside, I was I was just really you know chillax about it. I mean, it wasn't really you know I I, I still kind of kept my distance and everything like that. So I call lies. <laughs> yeah, you're full of shit. Well, probably wasn't the six feet, but I'm trying to find a picture because I know there's a picture I took, of, uh, <laughs> and I was like, of the podcasters, yeah, no, no, not even the podcasters. Yes, that was that one shot, right? But there was like a group, like people were just laughing and bullshitting, and like we were all standing in like three feet, two feet from each other, like mm-hmm. almost shoulder to shoulder. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there oh, are times I... that we did, I think. But I, there's many times that I know I was like, you know, we're all oh, hanging yeah. out, you Absolutely, know, somewhere close. I mean, we were still outside and stuff like True. that. I mean, if it was like if we were inside of like a building or like a room or something like that, it's like, you know, yeah, I'm indoors sure definitely changes everything tenfold. But yeah. There was a decent amount of wind going through there. So, I mean, really, I wasn't too worried. But I, it's what if like, you were downwind? Uh, depends on downwind from what? You know, Andy after Taco Bell or what? I don't I need Taco know. Bell, so you're safe there. <laughs> I mean, you know, what, what, do they serve, what do they serve again? The, the big plate? The big hot plate thing? Oh, man, that was good. It was good, but I mean, <laughs> you know, that's pretty much, it's not Taco Bell. I mean, let's... Let's give it some credit, but you know it's Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> um, downwind. Uh, I, I again, we were outside, so yeah, I'm not. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not worried about it either. It's all right. I bathed my hands and my lungs with nitro fluid and and also you know nitro smoke for my lungs, so I'm, I'm not worried much. What about oh, yeah, being a- in an enclosed area? Like a trailer or a camper with a bunch of other people. Yeah. What do you guys yeah. think of that? Yeah. What do you think of that? I know I was in a camper with Great McGrady and a couple of other folks, and it was a small camper. Mm-hmm. Or a trailer. More trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Um. I I tend to, I tend to go to my old ways. I slack. I'm bad with this stuff, you know. Um. I'm better of like actually washing my hands and using hand sanitizer and things like that. And, you know, maybe not shaking everyone's hand, you know, doing elbows or fist bumps or something else. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There's that moment where like breaking down that, that Fury 57 to put that stuff in, into the, uh, the Kraken 580 for Mike Lawrence. I mean, I was right next to Mike. We were wrenching both on it with Jay and, one and a whole bunch of other people, you know. Ian was oh, in yeah. there. You were in there. You were in there too, Andy. For no. a little bit. Oh, yeah. Were you outside? I was you outside. Were. I didn't yeah. go in. Yeah, he was. He was talking through the window. Yeah, yep. through the window. Right? You know. Yeah, we were. I mean, we were just chilling. You know, just having a good old time. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like that, that gets hard during these times. Is that with, with social distancing. And the things that we we should be doing for for our health, for other people's health, right? Um, you know, the oh, social yeah. distancing, you know, it's only practical when it's convenient, right? Doesn't work yeah. that way. I mean, if you really think about it, look at the plane rides that I, you know, 
endured on the way there and yeah. on the way back. Did they serve food and drinks on the plane? Uh, bottled water only. But still, bottled water. So you'd have to kind of take your face mask off or partially expose your face to drink water, right? Yep. In an enclosed airplane with recirculating air, right? Yep. <laughs> nope, not for me. Not for you, because you're like, I'll drive. I don't care if it's 23 hours. I'll drive. I'll just not go. <laughs> Fuck not that. go, right? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, I was on the plane, and uh, you know, I had the seat next to me, you know, empty. So it's like I wasn't like crammed up against somebody, but on the way home, it was like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, right. And, and with the mask babies. on. To be honest, you know, mask. We oh yeah. Really don't really do anything, you know. So interesting, interesting things, you know, as, as fun fly season starts to come around, um, interesting to see how many people have these, I'm going to use this, my fingers as air quotes, secret hand sanitizer moments. Well, that's a good thing about this now. Now you don't have to be secretive about it because everybody's using it. Yes. Two years ago, I would shake a bunch of people's hands and I would have to sneak around and put the hand sanitizer on now i can just whip it out and do it willy-nilly without anybody <laughs> without being judged without judgment right mm-hmm. yeah see i've been preparing for this for 20 years you guys just don't even know <laughs> right <laughs> you prepared for covid back <laughs> everybody's running around like, look, everybody's <laughs> running around looking for Purell. i'm like all right i already got a whole case i'm good <laughs> yeah i've never read out ever. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i mean and that's the thing right like i don't know it's become more socially acceptable to first of all not handshake i, I think previously you know it was kind of like a, a fucked up thing if you didn't you know shake someone's hand mm-hmm. um so i wonder like for for the introverty ocd folks been great this, 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 yeah the COVID, you know this whole pandemic has been a, a you know a freaking gossip for them like not having to you know especially for some folks that like work from home like myself right like i don't have to if i don't want to ever see anyone i don't have to right. you know I, that's interesting you bring that up about introverts i saw a uh, article the other day where they had surveyed a bunch of people and the the mood, like just the general disposition and mood uh-huh. of extroverted type people, you know, obviously was super down over this yeah. past year, more depression and all this. Mm-hmm. But there's, you know, almost half of the population that's introverted that have had less depression and better moods. Sure, they flourish. Being yeah. able to work from home, order food in and out, not have to go into the office and do all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff has really yep. been good for a certain population. Yes. I think so. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing with a lot of things that like, you know, it might be, um, a curse for one person, but could be a blessing for another, right. you know, good for someone so, else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, cool. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting, the next coming fun flies. I think yeah, how I, people... I think, and it's getting better and better. More and more people are getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're 
we're kind of on the back nine now, as long as we don't fuck it up too bad the next few months by just opening everything and going completely crazy. We yeah. get another spike. We should be, we should be getting to the to the end of all this mess. Hopefully, soon. Mm. Yes, hopefully soon. What do you guys think? I don't think we're going to be done with this for a while. Um, I do think that the vaccinations are going to help people with the symptoms, you know, and not get hospitalized and things like that. So it's going to definitely take a less toll on our health system. But I don't know. I mean, you can still get COVID. You just might not get on a respirator from it. So right. that's a good thing, right? So but, Yeah. But you know. at that point, it's like, Getting a cold, right, or, or a flu, or mild something, flu right? or something, doesn't mean yeah. you ha- you don't have to stay completely locked up and isolated yeah. to save your life. Is what I'm right. saying, or you know, and need medical attention to that. And more and more people get get it. You know, we start to build up that herd human herd immunity type deal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I don't. It's not going to happen overnight, but I'd say things will be much better by the end of this year. You don't think? Yeah. I think, I mean, with the vaccination going out as widespread as it is, I think it, yeah, I think it's definitely going to curve some of the the cases to not at least be, like I said, not to, like, you know, you might still be test positive for COVID, but you won't get hospitalized. I think that's the biggest thing that we need to make sure that, you know, people aren't getting hospitalized and dying from this, right? Right. So. Absolutely. You know, which. There's yeah. le- less risk of bringing it home to your family and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, everyone be safe. Um, use sand sanitizer, like whatever. Nobody cares now, mm-hmm. you know. And if you don't yeah. need to be in a trailer or a camper or a car with somebody, you know, yeah. don't... T- if you don't need to do it, really badly need it, then don't stay outside. You're much safer outside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, we, we do go to fun flies to fly and hang out. And most of the time, that is outside. So, you know, so that's a good thing. And I can really understand the rush, you know, since everybody, you know, had been bottled up for months on end. So it's like, still at least, you know, I should even do better as far as, you know, social distancing and, you know, just kind of keeping my guard up a little bit, but, you know, still at least try to have fun. Yeah. And I don't think you have to, um, yeah, I, don't, I know you don't mean it this way, but I don't think you have to like actually keep your guard up. I, I do right. think that um, you just have well, to be aware take- of the risk, right? And, and take your precautions. Right, right. Yeah. But next time I see you, I'll make sure my guard's up. <laughs> right. Followed by a right hook. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. Um, okay, club meetings. This one's a sketchy one. Now, some clubs have been doing virtual, which is fantastic. Um, I know my old club has been doing so- several virtual you know, meetings um, so that they could have the meetings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I joined Fredericksburg... Um, that was actually the first time since the pandemic I went to a club meeting in person and we did it outside in a carport. So I felt safe there too, you know? Yeah. Um, 
it was cold and windy as hell, so that was, it wasn't very pleasant. But which also made the meeting like fifteen twenty minutes. You know, mm-hmm. it was very quick. My club, um, my club didn't have any meetings whatsoever, virtually or not. No, nothing. Nothing. Wow. <laughs> uh, up till March last month, okay. they had one last outside month. at the field. Finally, mm-hmm. got warm enough. I yeah. didn't go uh, mainly because I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we we normally have it inside at the like a um, the tech school. A couple of the, the guys are instructors there and stuff, and have a room. Okay. Through nice. the winter when it's cold, but yeah. so we didn't do any of them this year or last yeah. year. Okay. We never never talk about anything important or do anything anyway, so really nobody missed it. <laughs> I don't even know why yes. we have meetings. That's that's for another episode. We could talk about club meetings and the uses of having an AMA club and all that stuff. Um, I think that's that'll definitely make a good topic uh, later on. All right. Uh, any other instances of social distancing within our hobby? I'm curious, how's it going to be when you go to Urcha or, you know, one of their bigger events where, sure, they, you know, there'll be less attendees and maybe there'll be less flight stations and a little bit more spread out. But, like, if AMA or, you know, if they require you to have a spotter, can you, you know, comfortably fly a helicopter and get us and hear your spotter six feet away while you're paying attention to a helicopter and all the noises that, are, you know, happen at Urcha? You know, I'm curious. How would that um, work? Tell your spotter to yell louder. You know? Do they forgo the spotting rule just so that they can practice social distancing for everyone's safety? No. That'd be way less yeah. safe. <laughs> yeah. So then what do they do? Nothing. Do you have to wear a mask at the flight station? No. You think anyone would care? No. I don't think so. You know, I did recall one thing that I recall at Urcha a lot is, you know, there you have these folks driving around the golf carts, like, you know, spitting out some rules that just every so often, you know, you should have more than one person spotting for you at the flight line, you know, things like that. Or, um, where's your spotter? You need a spotter. <laughs> you know, I'm curious how strict they're going to be. You know, spotter's fine, but like, you know, like I said, with the six feet, it was probably not an issue, but... It's not an issue. They're not going to say yeah. anything to you. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Yeah, I know. Uh, didn't they say, uh, like, last year they had, like, um, like hand sanitizer stations all over the place and whatnot? Yeah. Super viruses. Like I said, there's the risk is very minimal when you're outside. Yep. All right. There's nothing else. Let's move it on then, huh? Yes. You want to play a planker on re- rerun? Rerun, run? I feel yeah, like I'm having a hard time talking we- tonight. Because <laughs> you're wondering. I think you... Sure you didn't finish off that I bottle think, of Jameson? <laughs> no, I think I had a stroke like 20 minutes ago. Or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you read what's on the screen? Maybe if it does it look backwards to you? Uh, no, it does, but it's it upside down. I don't. Ah, uh, yeah. You're, oh you're, shit! You're, you're I was standing on my head. Never mind. That's right. <laughs> All the blood rushed to your head. That's why you're choking out. Yeah. Yeah. 
right. Let's play a let's plank. Let's do it. Let's do a planker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody chill. Stop talking. Pucker moments. <laughs> Damn it, Andy. Georgisms. <laughs> Think he's got a phobia. No. Damn, dude. And I sleep in the bathtub. Nope. Oh crap. Nice. No? Magic goo. Oh jeez. And that's it. Jeez. Jeez, Louise. lube my shaft <laughs> you do you do you gotta lube it up I hate when it's sloppy in the rear no no good it's too sloppy huh I hate when that happens I tell you what it is so hard to keep it out of your neighbor's box give you five inches. I believe your shaft is bent. Bent shaft, those are no good. Nope, nope. Nope. Peggy loves it. Peggy loves it. Loves it. Loves it, loves it, loves it. Yeah, get in there deep. Oh yeah, deep. <laughs> Real deep, huh? That's how Eddie loves it. <laughs> loves it, loves it, loves it. Once you get used to having a big one, you just don't want to fool with the little ones anymore. Yeah. It's hard not to. I'll give you five inches. That's how Eddie loves it. Loves it, loves it, loves it. What do we got, George? My balls. 
balls. I'm thinking of the balls. No good. No good. These are all just code words. You're entertaining. It's not as satisfying. Yeah, no worries, George. Yeah, not as much fun either, huh? Mm-mm. Yeah. Balls. My balls. That was awesome. <sighs> hey, like, why the fuck? Shut up a minute. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. I got to pee. And Andy. Hey! What's up? Mike, Mike, Mike D, Mike D, D, Mike D is the best. The Mike D is the best, the best, the best, the best. Oh, that does include bathrooms. Is that it? What's <laughs> up? The best, the best, the best. Um, Kalsisi, Kalsisi, Kalsisi. What's up? Shit balls. Holy shit balls. That does include bathrooms. Is that it? The Mike D is the best. Um, What's up? The Mike, Mike, Mike D, the Mike D, the Mike D is the best. The Mike D is the best, the best, the best, the best. It still sucks. Loved it. My loops look like eggs. I sent mine home with Tima. <laughs> My mind was getting confused too easily. Getting confused. Getting confused. Getting confused. Hey, Bill Ann. Fucking Steve. Can't believe you talked me into this shit. <laughs> the mic was there. The mic is the best. The best. The best. The best. Or what the hell is going on? I got to pee. Free ass guys, and we'll see you next time. See ya. <laughs> Um, um, oh man, <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> Kevin McGrady, a.k.a. Skids. <laughs> Thank you.
Is this the Andy song? Balls! Oh no. <laughs> balls! Oh, balls! 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 So freaking excited about planes. <laughs> I love them all. I'm gonna get a jet, fly 200 miles an hour. Now I'm gonna get a multi rotor. I'm gonna make it do search and rescue. Wait, how high do these go? How long is the barrier last? I'm going to get in a hobby. I'm going to get 80 inch waterboard for my first plane this afternoon. What's the best radio? What should I find? Last year? The Mr. Miata hat. The machine! 
Nice. <laughs> Such a clean machine. <laughs> yeah. Hold all trains out. With the pistons are pumping. You know, the head broken down. Bowls are all out and everything. I'm holding your wheel. Yeah. Oh, here is your gear. Yeah. Not bad. It's like a disease. Top of the engine. Interior. Yeah. 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 George. Yeah. Me too. Hmm. I think that's my favorite planker thing. The music. Music. Planker the musical, I think it's called. I think I made another I think I made a poster just for that too. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. What do we got for news and announcements? News and announcements. Speaking of right. fun flies, we got the Urcha Jamboree 2021 pre-register is now open. Nice. You can go to urcha.org slash 2021-urcha-jamboree. Or you can just go to urcha.org and there's a link on the front page, I think. It's $100 to pre-register, and that includes a one-year membership to Urcha. So, if you think you might go, go ahead and get registered. It's going to be it's going. more money when you do it there. 
think it's like 120 or something. Yeah. It's a little bit more, but definitely. Register if you're going to go. Why not? Yep. Register ahead of time. It, might, it helps everyone. No, I mean, yeah. food and shirts and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I keep meaning to do it, and then I keep, I, I get, I was like, oh, I got to put in my numbers. I got to go get them <laughs> out of my wallet. It's like, okay, I'll do it in a little bit. And then the next day, oh, shit, I need to do that. Ah, oh, damn, my wallet's over there. So I'll get around to it eventually. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. What else do we have? Next up is something kind of interesting that I, I saw on Facebook. Oh, yeah. What is this? This huh? is uh, cool. Rasmus uh, Jacob Jacobson. Jacobson, yeah. Jacobson, mm-hmm. which is an Oxy factory pilot. Mm-hmm. And he has come up with this thing he's calling APS, which is Adaptive Proportional Skeleton. And it's a modification to the tail boom on the Oxy 5 or Oxy 5 Meg, obviously, mm-hmm. um, to reduce uh, drag as far as like uh, sideways and pirouetting situations. Yeah. Basically drilled a bunch of holes in the boom. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking at the, the little, I don't know, velocity. Simulations. Simulations, yeah. It looks like it would have an impact to, to have some of these holes in there. Yeah. Especially at the far end of the, the boom where it's right. swinging the And that's the most where angle, you can right? make the holes the biggest because the belt's not in the way. Yeah. So it's very interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't... I don't know how much effect it'll have. I mean, it should have some effect. He said he's done testing and that it didn't really weaken the boom any, which I wouldn't expect it to. Yeah, not not the placement of the holes in no, the way it. Um, not the way the. Um, gradually this gets boom bigger. is designed with the uh, rectangular boom and everything, and the holes are in uh, a, a, right in the center of the side of it. Now, I wonder with, you know, that many holes on both sides of the boom, right? Like, I don't know what it is, like 20 holes or something like that. Um, Does it make the the Oxy-5, like, say, the Nitro a little more well-balanced? Move some of that Um, weight off at the end? I mean, it's definitely removing weight, so it couldn't Mm -hmm. hurt. Yeah. I don't know how much, but when it's out on the end of the tail boom, a few grams goes a long way. Right, exactly, right? So, I'm curious... If this is, you know, I mean, I don't think this is to mitigate that, but it's like a, a happy coincidence of, right, you know, right, right. circumstances. So that's cool. Yeah. So check that out. I mean, um, I'm it looks sh- cool. I like it. sure they'll have that as an option mm-hmm. um, for the Oxy 5 and 5 Meg. And I guess the Nitro uses the same boom, doesn't it? Yeah. As long as it's the stretch one, right? I think it uses the six twenty five to stretch right. boom. Yeah. And I don't see why not. Like I mean yeah. we're talking about the the overall machine that's doing this can do it to any boom, right? Like any right. of these Oxy five right. booms, right. you know. Yeah, and and uh he said that Hero was only really able to test round shapes, but Luke obviously could test any different kind of shape. Yeah. So you could you can do rectangles, do rectangles or, or something. Yeah, or maybe some triangles and pointing in arrows like as it gets to the front, you know. Yeah. 
small laterals. I don't know. You can CNC, you know, if you have the tools, you can do right. some cool stuff. So anyway, this. it's neat. Like I said, huh? it, it may, I mean, may have an effect. I assume the effect will be small. But it I should think most have pilots won't be able to notice it. No, I don't yeah. think so either. But it looks cool, nonetheless. It definitely looks cool. I definitely dig the way it looks. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Sweet. Okay, uh, what else we got? The San Diego Funfly. San Diego, 2021 San Diego Heli Funfly is June 11th through the 13th. And they have a group, a Facebook group, I assume. What's the name of that group? The 2021 San Diego Heli Fun Fly. Okay. <laughs> it's the name of the group, yeah. Okay. So so give it a search. You could just search for the, the name right there for the event. Um, and, yeah, definitely hit up that event if you're in the area, even if you're not. Yeah, I area. would love to get out to this someday. Me too, yeah. Maybe 2022, maybe. Yeah, possibly. that's... If you do it, let's do it. I'm yeah. down. You know? We gotta get out. We gotta get to at least a couple out there somewhere. Yeah, I either want to do something in the San Diego ish area because if, I mean or Arizona, but San Diego really has the the best weather, right? Like mm-hmm. it's really nice weather. But I wouldn't mind doing like Son- Sonomish, yes, you know. Snohomish. That comes that comes that, mm-hmm. Yeah, when that comes back, I don't know if it if it happened last year. I don't think so. I think I canceled too. But um, yeah, you know those events seem like fun events for yes for us East Coast folks to visit out the West Coast. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, talking about West Coast people coming to East Coast. I heard Augie's coming to uh, Spring Fling. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, that's amazing. Nice. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and Jay said that he's going to show Augie a thing or two about instinctive crashing. Uh, <laughs> saw that. <laughs> Oh man, that's another thing for news announcements, man. All these, uh, dude, all these J Treadwell, what's the hashtag? Treadway. Oh, um, uh, Treadway Garage, Treadway Tooltips or something. Tooltips, like yeah, 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 like that. Yeah, they're great, man. It's pretty funny. They're awesome. Yeah, I love it. I can't think of one. If I could think of one, I would do one myself, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I know the trash bag trick had me. Uh huh. Yeah, Alex Fredrickson's <laughs> trash yeah, bag trick. And that the was canopy, a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. I like Dan Murnane's. Mm-hmm. He actually he actually put effort into like editing the stuff together. Yeah, it was hilarious. The, the funny thing is too is like he's such a soft spoken guy. Oh yeah, like, you know you never really even hear him no. talking. It's like it was oh, awesome. Okay. Dan's the man. Yeah, yeah awesome. Man. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't he didn't make it to. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think he was out, right? been able to. Do the work and stuff. Yeah. yeah, can't leave the state apparently. Hopefully, he can come to Spring Flying. Yeah, yeah. I'll text him and see. I haven't spoken to him in a long time. Uh, all right, cool. What else do we got? Mm, the Steve Jordan Memorial Fun Fly is April twenty fourth. We spoke about him. Was it last week or week before? Uh-huh. Got uh, where's he from? Ian? Uh, he's from over in uh, the Council Bluffs area. Yeah, Council Bluffs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on the 24th of uh, April, they're having a uh, an all-day event out there. Um, they're uh, raising some funds that will uh, go to Steve's wife. Um, 
There'll be no landing fee, but uh, will be available for donations instead. So pretty much all the proceeds are going to his wife, but uh, they are, um, you know, selling off some of his, uh, you know, stuff that, you know, you know, that he's got in the hobby and stuff. And, um, uh, it's an open event. Um, it's, um, they're doing the moment of silence for, uh, Steve, uh, selling off, uh, his, uh, RC items that he has. And, uh, it'll be going throughout the whole day. And they're even doing a uh, mass hover, you know, for, uh, both planes and helis. So definitely nice. if you're, if you're in the area, definitely uh, worth coming by, checking out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, definitely worth a stop. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Do we have anything else? I do not think so. All right. So let's move it on to what's next for you in the hobby. What's next for Ian? Uh, what's next for me? Um, well, I'm going to try to get some more flights in, um, see about putting in, uh, some more flights on the, both the 470 and the 420. Um, see if I can't do a little bit of tuning on either one. And then, um, of course, uh, do some more stuff on the simulator this week. Try to sim. I didn't get I only simmed on Friday, so I didn't get to sim more like I wanted to last week. Um, so I'll be on Discord simming. I'll probably end up simming tonight, to be honest. Um, I know later on this week, I kind of need to go through some of my gear, make sure I've, um, make sure I know what I'm bringing for um, for Spring Fling. Um, I actually went through some of my boxes today um as far as my toolbox i actually pulled out some spare parts that that go to birds that i don't even fly anymore so i was cleaning that stuff out um just kind of going through things uh i still need to go through some of my camping gear because obviously i'll i'll be pretty much camping at the field so i'm be putting everything together as far as what i'm going to be bringing and then i'll be um I know this weekend I'm going to do a tune-up on the Jeep, get the oil changed and everything on that. Um, just kind of go through th- things for the Jeep. Um, and then uh, I forgot to add this on uh, well, the very beginning of the episode, but I did work on uh, my charging setup a little bit. Um, I added uh, – I, I bought it last year, but I got the – the ISDT uh, Q6 Pro last year. I finally got around to actually putting another lead onto uh, my power supplies and actually got it all hooked up and running. Uh, nice. It actually did pretty good. I was actually a little bit worried about, you know, maybe overdoing it on my uh, my server power supplies, but it handled it like a champ. I mean, you're not pulling that much amps, though. No, and not at all. It it really doesn't even notice. Um, I ended up charging both of uh, my batteries for the for both of my uh, my birds, and it did just fine. It didn't get like overheated or anything. I I charged it with like four amps each. I probably could have done way more, but 
It's yeah. I mean, four amps each. You're talking about what? Eight amps total. Yeah. Your charge is probably pulling two amps from the power supply, like you know, maybe maybe more, but I don't know. It's probably not overtaxing that system. Right, and I had it in the house, so I didn't want to be like McGrady and just pop those breakers. But um, <laughs> but I mean, it did just fine. Uh, I was I was actually more worried about you know uh, what if I screwed something up. So it was more just testing it out and. Oh, you, you know, as soon as you power it up, you know if you hooked up something oh, wrong. Oh yeah, it would go poof, and that's it. <laughs> that that would be oh, all yeah. she wrote. <laughs> oh yeah. Trust me, I, I I do know, but like the power supplies that I've got in my actually my whole charge setup, like once I started getting into like r- it was like literally right after I got my six thirty, I mean that was my big step up. I mean otherwise I was using like these little you know the hobby shop you know brand you know chargers you just plug in the wall. I, I didn't have any setup for the field when I first got the six thirty, so I had to revert to you know I ended up finding the the Power Lab six. And then had to uh, modify the the server uh, power supplies. I've had that set up since like 2016, and it's like I charge. Sometimes I'll parallel charge off of the PL6, but it's like a lot of times I really don't like doing that because it's my batteries are not always around the same charge. So it's like I've always charged. Yeah, if you're one. gonna parallel charge, you better make sure they are, or let them um you know normalize with each other. <laughs> Right. Uh, so I've always been, you know, just charging one by one. But it's like it's kind of time, you know, to really upgrade my uh, my charging setup. So at least I can do two batteries at once in the same time and, the, and it's not paralleling. So it's like, you know, the, the ID, uh, the ISDT, I mean, it's actually pretty good. I actually like that little charger. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in... in- not stepping up my charging game, but actually stepping down my charging game to get something <laughs> a little more simpler and lighter and easier to carry around. Um, you know, I still, but still have a decent amount of charging capability, right? Be able to, you know, pull certain right. amount of watts. But yeah, um, I've actually been looking at the um, the iCharger. Uh, what the hell is the one? The new one. It's a little square box that's that's two chargers built into it. It's right. like a 4010 X40, I think, or something like that. Or the IC that you're looking at. And there's a couple other models I was actually looking at, too. Just a, a Q8 would probably be fine for me, to be honest. You know, just get four of those in a box, you know, with a power supply or two of them in a box with power supply, and I'd probably be good with those. But oh, yeah. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, let me know how it goes. I'm curious to see how you progress with that. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. like, um, I know one of the things I ended up ordering, it's like, you know, when I had to do the leads and stuff for, you know, for the charger, you know, this past week, um, I had to, uh, along with some of those tools I ended up ordering, I ended up ordering a set of the, the different tips for the, for the Hako 880. I mean, I've got a, I've got a tip on there, but I don't think it's just, I don't think it's big enough. I mean, it's just a hair bit bigger than what came on it, but it still wasn't enough, especially for the bigger gauge wire. So it's like, I got that coming. So once that gets here, I'll be soldering up some uh, some more charge leads and stuff because I do have the the ISDT uh, parallel board. So it's like, yeah, I might I don't parallel very often, but if I do need to, like especially with like the 12s batteries, that's much easier to pull, to parallel. I mean, yeah, I'll have to 
you know, charge probably at a slower rate, but eh, it's still doable. Um, so yeah, I'll be soldering up more leads and I think that's about all I've got planned for this week. What about you, Andy? Got to put the belt back in this Oxy 5, and that's probably about it. I'm Aww. busy farming. I bet you Farm thought you staff. had more flights this week, didn't you? Like, oh, I got 14. I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> Shit. He's like, that king, I'm going to knock him off the crowd, <laughs> off the top. <laughs> I'm king of the mountain. You get now. 12 oh. next week, you might beat me. Because I don't imagine I'll get many this coming week. I uh, won't believe that until the week is over. Yeah, you never know because I, like, hey, I had zero yeah, flights. I had zero flights on Saturday and then got twenty three on Sunday. So. Exactly, one day is all you need to freaking <laughs> do what you do, man. Uh, I wish I. I mean, you know, I wish I had had to land like that. You know, I, mean, I could fly the little helis in my backyard, which is fine and fun, but you know, it's not. It's not a seven hundred. <laughs> so. All right. Um, is that it? Um, yes. All right, what, what about you? Going to build, fix your car, finish your car? Yeah. How nervous I mean, are you going to be when you turn the key the first time? Start oh, I'm going to be nervous as hell. Plus, I'm going to videotape it. Like, in did case I get everything put together correctly? Right, right. What did I forget? Right? Like, it's all the holes. Is, go- is, is the everything- engine going <laughs> to turn over and push the rod through the side like yeah, right i I, th- I think i'm lucky that my motor is a non-interference motor yeah. so i'd probably be okay if the timing's off or something's off but yeah i don't know i don't know <laughs> and not only that what worries me is that i built this thing i built the engine about a year ago mm-hmm. you know maybe less like about eight months ago but it's been sitting in this f- like built with just assembly loop like yeah. I haven't well, put that oil shit's in them. all in the oil pan by now. Yeah, I haven't put oil in it, you know? <laughs> that that assembly lube is pretty sticky, nasty stuff, man. It doesn't like want to go anywhere. But yeah, you know, if it's been sitting in the engine, it, the head's probably dry. You know, so of course is lousy with this one. Mm. Yeah. but uh you know i I wrote here i want to get out and fly and i need to get cycles on these batteries um yeah i I still have all the work talk to you about that you know i still have all this work to do on these helis like i have the upgrade for 580 nitro to run 600 blades the upgrade gearing i have the 27 millimeter arms for the raw and 24 millimeter for the kraken 580s to try out but like i you know it's really it's like these helis are all flying and they're flying very well. It's like uh, I don't really feel uh, motivated to honestly, change anything. Honestly, I wouldn't bother on the raw to yeah. get those batteries cycled. Yeah. So, but you know, you kind of brought up the thing about the Miata. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Most likely, I'm like ninety percent sure that I'm just gonna work on a Miata this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go flying this weekend. Um, hopefully, one of the days, Saturday, or Sunday. Um. But next week, my wife's going back to Jersey to, to go for some stuff with a job. Mm-hmm. So I'll be daddy daycare full time, which mm-hmm. means dinner ain't till sundown because daddy's got to go flying after <laughs> every day of work. <laughs> so you're going to eat lunch at two o'clock. So that way your dinner ain't till eight. <laughs> so wow. I, I am trying to. So I mean, and not, and not at the 
welfare of my kids, but I am going to try to get some flights um, during the week, next week, if the but weather holds up. They nice, won't you know? starve in three hours, trust me. No, no, they definitely won't, especially with all the junk food we have. And they went crazy this Easter. I mean, you know, we probably we put out like $40 of money and literally it was 20 bucks. But the winner, whoever got the most eggs, got the extra 20 bucks. But, um, you know, we put out I don't know how many bags of chocolate and we have two kids. <laughs> like, I don't know what we're thinking. <laughs> we put out like like maybe 80 or 90 eggs. You know, Jesus. yeah, because each counted about 30 or 40 eggs when they got, you know, when they're all done. And it's like, and each of them had at least one, if not two or three pieces of candy and <laughs> chocolate. And yeah, it was a pretty bad mistake. <laughs> like, Hunter was like freaking like on meth that day. <laughs> that night. <laughs> he was like, his eyes are wide open and bright and like, Okay, Dad. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, calm down. <laughs> oh, hopped up on sugar and so, chocolate. So, so he was like a sour. mini Steve at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like, whoa, you're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll probably do that. I'm, you know, but hopefully, if uh, you know. Within the flying during the week and everything, I'm hoping I'll get at least, you know, maybe 10 cycles on all three pack. Not on all three. Sorry. Three on each, most likely. Like, let's be realistic, right? I'll probably do about two or three flights. No. If I could do three flights, just charge the three packs I have every day, just do three flights. At the end of the week, let's say five days, I would have 15 cycles on those, five on each. So that would be better. <laughs> I'd be close to 10 on each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hurry up. Yeah. They're going to come so out with a new battery technology before you ever get <laughs> I know, a, right? you ever get this review done. My, my batteries will be so old that like it's not the cycles that is deteriorating the battery, it's just the age. <laughs> I'm getting close to having 20 cycles on the 700 packs. Wow. Yeah, so I'm hoping with this weekend and then the week I will be able to at least have that 10 for each pack. If not, I'll have to finish it up the week after. Um but yeah, I want to at least have those initial numbers before spring fling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that way, we, I don't know, maybe soon after we can kind of start talking about doing this review and, and getting this review out. So um, at least that's the timeline. We'll see. We'll see. We'll probably. I do have a couple other reviews, like I said, with the M1 and the Logo 200 I want to do. So maybe we'll do the M1 next. Then we'll do the battery review and then we'll go back to, and then I can do the Logo 200 after that. But um, yeah, which will be all a couple couple weeks lead time for each one of those. So yeah, sooner or later we'll get them done, and hopefully I'll have a running Miata. By the time uh, he gets those ten, I'll have fifty cycles on each of mine. Easily, easily, no, guaranteed. I'm I'm seriously I I keep saying this, but it's going to be no flying for me soon. But I mean, how long does that hold up till before it's like your your summer vacation again? Uh, a couple months. Okay. So into June, you'll probably still be farming? Yes. Or about June, kind of like tapering off? Yeah, June, toward the middle of June, start tapering off. Uh, and usually I'm free kind of July and August. I mean, I still have to spray and stuff, but it's not like planting season. Yeah, right. And September's okay. harvest starts up. So really, 
I have now to like mid June to catch up. Yes. You know, and you're still going to. I'll still fly, but fly, it'll right? be you yeah. know, two or three a day here and there, not twenty in one day. Yeah. All right. Do we have what's next? Listener pipeline. We do have some listener pipelines. Really nice. Yes. Um. Here's the first one. Okay. So. Great show, once again, you know. One complaint. When you guys were talking about the uh, the chargers and stuff, I'm going to be very blunt with your bitching about, uh, I can only do six sets of like six or seven amps. Dude, look at the size of that thing. Like four inches by two and a half or two and a quarter inches. And it's AC, DC or at least the AC compatible. That is very impressive because I honestly don't charge my um, 6S, you know, 5,000, 6, you know, my 6S 5,000s, I don't charge them no more than 10 amps. Um, maybe I'm like 15. Now, of course, I, they can go more, but you will degrade the battery over time longer, you know, you know, quicker if you charge a higher amps. I don't need to charge that high because I'm, you know, I'm not... I'm not, let's see, I'm not demanding them be charged ASAP so I can go fly. Usually I'll have multiple packs. So I'm just, the reason why I'm saying this is um, most people probably won't need to charge that fast. Um, sorry, I'm driving. So I beg to differ. You might hear some things. The uh, six or seven amps is actually quite a bit at that little tiny charger. Um, on a 6S. Like I said, I only charge 10 amps on my 5,000s. Sure, that might take 30 minutes, but I don't need to get them charged. He just, in like he just proved 10. it himself. He charges I, I can wait 30 amps. minutes. I, I might, only I might be flying and then wait a little bit and talk for a little bit. So I'm just putting that out there. It, you guys just seem kind of like doom and gloom on these smaller chargers because they have very low output rating, but I don't think he not everyone wants to charge at 30 amps. And did you see the size of that thing? It's pretty small. And the price is good, too. Not everyone can also afford a $1,000 charging case. I'm just putting that out there. I'm not trying to, like, you know, bitch at you, even though I said I was. I'm just putting that out First there. First of all, um, Shag. Wait, wait, wait. Give, give it give some <laughs> price. You know, it, it seems like a good charger. It seems like a good price. Bye, guys. All right. So first, first of, of all, Shaggy. Oh, first yeah, of all, ahead. thank you for your voicemail, Shaggy. Yes. We do appreciate it. And for the record, we did say it was cool at the end. Yes. We yes. weren't totally doom and gloom on the nope. whole thing. Now, that said, <laughs> you said you charge at 10 amps. The charger will only do like six point something. Yeah. Anything then, less than 10 amps on a 5,000 is pretty pointless. pretty weak <laughs> sauce. Yeah. But so we did say it that, was cool for small yep. packs or, yes. you know, depending on what you're doing with it. If you're only flying. He, that's uh, why he's defending it. He don't fly big stuff anymore. He flies a fireball. Yeah, true. <laughs> that's all he flies, fireball. And a, a logo, like, it's got a 600, 480 something. Yeah. And it's 690. But I feel like uh, if you're, if, okay, if you're flying 700s, I think a 10 amp per channel is the minimum. 
Minimum, yes. I Minimum. I actually charge 20 amps per channel because I always parallel at parallel least two, two packs. packs. Like a 712S is paralleled two packs per channel, 20 amps. So that's a 2C charge, which is not a fast charge. I mean, that's kind of normal, I think, 2C. So what about you, Steve? What do you charge at? Do you parallel? Uh, I don't parallel charge because I have a dual channel charger. So I feel I just, you know, charge each battery on each channel. Um, I 10 amps minimum, you know, 2C yeah, charging. So if 2C. I'm in a rush, maybe I'll go 2.5C. And bump it up to like 12, 15 maybe, but I I never do usually. Like I can wait. I have enough helis and nitros and well, other things. If you things. don't and parallel plus, and you only got two channels, like how do you that seems really slow. It is. It's about twenty eight minutes to charge the packs. You know, the two packs or so one. You can't like get a rotation going or anything. You just No, you no. I mean wait. for me to do that I would have to parallel charge. To be honest, the reason why I don't parallel charge is because I got this charger that, you know, it's a, it's an expensive charger. It is. Um, it's more expensive because of the, the case and the, you know, like the logo and things like that. But I don't have like, I could make leads, but I, I would have to make leads and then making the leads. I don't have much storage in the box, you know, in the charger. So it just seems like added stuff that I just, I don't need. So I don't bother. I used to my 4010. My eye charger, you know, my old case because I had storage and I couldn't put a whole, you know, a bunch of leads and spider leads or whatever you call them. Yeah. Octopus leads or whatever. Um, I can, you know, have those pigtails and be able to do it, but. That's what I do. Case, I didn't have it. So I said, you know what? I don't need to. And then I don't know. I've, I've spoken about this before. I've had quite a, quite a few difficult moments with this charger, charging even a single cell, a single 5,000 yeah. pack. That like I wasn't even gonna try pushing it to be honest. So I, I settled into just saying, okay, I'll charge it. I do charge, you know. I am one of them bad people that charge, you know, the night before sometimes if I'm ready, if I'm prepping it, or if I know I'm going to the field a little bit later, I'll charge first thing in the morning. Shit, I guess you'd have to. Time. You'd never get any flying in. Well, and that's part of the reason. Once I get to the field why I only do a certain amount of flights because I'm charging one battery per 30 minutes and I have a four hour window. Yeah, it's not a lot of time sucks. to fly. Yeah. I put two on each channel uh-huh. fly. And then as soon as you know, I put the other one on, so I got three packs going and Rotating, very, yeah. very little waiting. Yeah. So like, I don't actually have a lot of waiting because I will, I don't know. I'll fly to nitro. I'll fly another heli. I usually bring two to three helis. Um, including small micros so but yeah yeah when i when i especially like for this review thing i need to get these batteries like charged quick so i, I should i should bump those up and maybe make myself a parallel charging cable yeah at least on your 12s stuff i mean yeah parallel those without much risk because they're being discharged together now you do need yeah. to be careful like if they've been sitting a while put a, sure. a checker on them make sure one cell didn't drop in one of the packs uh-huh yeah, as long as the uh, cells are always not really close to the each other, I will just hook them up and maybe give it like 10 minutes to kind of normalize itself with the other pack. Because they'll just kind of start charging, discharging itself to batteries. 10 kinda... minutes? The yeah. Fuck? That's done in 10 <laughs> seconds. I know, but I'll leave it there. Like, I don't think about it. I'm not sitting there like, am I watching the charger? Oh, is it done? Yeah, I'm kind of charge and do other things and charge and talk and fly other things and 
This is around. why you get like two fights in when you go to the it field. It is. It is. Especially yeah. if I'm waiting, like we take turns and then I'm waiting, you know? Yeah. It so, does. Well, anyway. I'll charge all my, I'll charge my, my uh, smaller batteries, like maybe a few of them like the night before, but sometimes like before I go to the field, I'll char- charge them up as well. But a lot of times, like my 12S battery, I'll charge it at the field. I mean, I've still got something to fly when I get there while I'm waiting for like the big battery yeah. to charge. And then once I pull the big battery off, I could stick, you know, the, the spent smaller ones on there and they charge rather quickly. So, uh-huh. well, anyway, we didn't, I went back and actually listened to that part of the, the show where we were talking about that pulse charger. We weren't, yeah. we weren't that hard on it. We definitely no. weren't doom and gloom. So I kind of disagree with you, Shaggy. And at the end, we said it was cool, and it, it was cool for what it was. Mm-hmm. For what it was in the price range, right? Like, the cheap. It was like 100-something, right? Or No, it's kind of expensive for what it is. How like, much was it? I don't like remember. 180 I think. Yeah, that's cheap for a charger, though. Well, I, I mean, know. all, I the, guess all for... the others are like 140 that are yeah, the same. Yeah, and then comparing to, like, ISDTs, which are, I know most the of them are The the X-whatever, and the ISDT yeah. that are basically the same size, same mm-hmm. power, they're a little less. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Do we have any All other right. voicemails? Voicemail number two. All right. Let's hear it. Hey, ladies. It's the planker. Who? Where do you what? see me throw down at the spring ting thing, bling, whatever the hell that is? The helicopter party. Yeah, I'm kicking <laughs> ass. You guys are going to get your socks blown off. Where do you see this shit? For reals. Nice. I love that he calls it a helicopter party. Yeah. (laughs) All right, number three. Uh, I almost forgot. Kevin got the cooties, so Andy and Steve, you better clean your earphones. And I don't like you very much, so I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, great. Um, Mike D sucks. (laughs) Mike D's the best. He's the best. He really is the best. Yeah, even though he hasn't done a Planker episode all year. No. no. Like heard, in April. I, I, a little birdie told me it might be... Live. Something coming up. I don't know. Did he finally get off Tinder? I believe it. No, I think, I I think it. it was on Grinder anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Awesome. Well... Can't wait to hang out with Mike and the uh, infected one. Um, at, at <laughs> 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 that's Frank Flake. <laughs> Kevin's gonna hate me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is that it for voicemails? That is it. You know what? That's it for the show. We're not doing a wrap up. Not without Kevin, the sick one. Uh, so drop us an iTunes review or read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefarc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freefarc podcast. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> I just want to say that instead of actually saying it. Uh, check out our webpage, freefarc podcast.show. That show? Yeah, say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. Yeah, hi, definitely Chris. check out the webpage that's like two years old, okay? I've been paying 150 bucks for this every year for it to sit there and get two years old so i want people to appreciate the vintage of uh our website uh let's see flight test forums off the field audio and video production other than the flight test podcast free for rc podcast say hi to david hill aka hail the flyer 
Hi, David Hill. Hi, David Hill. Okay, fellow podcasters, we got the Heavy Heads podcast. That's with uh, Kevin McGrady, Dan Turiak. Um, oh, you want me to use nicknames? Okay, Skids, Gucci, Fence Post, and Yard. Wait, no, Flip Flop, and sometimes Yard Sale. Yes. Uh, let's see. Telerotor Podcast. That's uh, two mics, a Robert and a Rich. Let's see. Skipping that. RC Roundtable. That's with Fitz, Terry, and Lee. RC After Hours. Uh, with Andre. Skids up. That's with Frank, Paul, and Javier. Right. And read it down under. That's with Ozzy Mozzie and Jeff Smart. Park Flyer Podcast. Oh. Is this uh, the morning show? Nope. Nope. <laughs> ah! <laughs> He's an idiot. Oh, sorry. I'm an idiot. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> uh, I need help with this one. Uh, I don't know. Call Kevin. Let's <laughs> go. <cool. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Which one? Oh, do you remember? Park Flyer. It's oh, like that's Jay um, and something. Jay Mike and a couple mics. Yeah, Jay and a couple yeah. mics. That's it. Yep. All right. Houdini RC Heli Podcast. Uh, that's with Richard Spiegel. And Kenny? Uh, I can't remember his last name. Sierra. Kenny Sierra, yeah. Kenny Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. Uh, RC Plane Lab. Ron and Tom in the morning. Okay, and all things that fly. This one, I don't know. Hmm. It's with Lucian and Moose. Yeah. All right. Now I know. All right. We want to thank all our listeners for your guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Wait, I've been saying this all wrong for 269 episodes. All right. So when I say I'm Steve and here with me is Andy or Kevin or Ian, it's supposed to be I'm Steve and here with me are Andy and Ian. When there's two people, it's not is Andy and Ian. Yeah, that sounds uh, right. Are Andy and Ian. It sounds weird both ways, actually. Is Andy... And Ian. Here with me. Are Andy? I don't know. That sounds even weirder. <laughs> right? It sounds like it's... But I don't know, know shit about... Grammar. Yeah, I'm stupid, so... I don't know which way is correct. <laughs> like, I, like I added hi last week. <laughs> just every other week. Every week I'm just going to add a different, like... Bonjour. <laughs> you should just put, uh, Hi, I'm Steve, and with me is these two idiots. But I feel like I'm stupider than both of y'all.
Shit. Or maybe not Jaden, sorry. Oh. I, I got I got age. <laughs> I got age. I got age experience, you know. Street smart so, so. over you, that's all. Okay, I'm ready now. Alright, here we go. As soon as I about to talk, I I hear Ian's mic in. God damn it, Ian! Oh shit! Is it really? I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's real or not, but I love it. <laughs> I really don't know if it's Ian or if he just said I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> All right, hold on. Ian, you really need to be still. Andy, you're right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh my god you could have a whole episode <laughs> just fucking too <laughs> hell I can take a day I can take a day off and Andy just pushes buttons mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh imagine if he did that one day yeah who, you gotta make a list because you mentioning it and then I go and smoke right after this show I'm, yeah, I forget, I forget you're about. a fucking pothead and forget everything yes. Yes. In fact, I'm almost. We have a list, actually. I'm almost legally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. 